0: Bleacher Creatures Podcast.
1: Bleacher Creature.
0: Bleacher Creature. Bleacher Creatures. Bleacher Creature. Bleacher, creatures. Bleacher,
1: creatures. Bleacher, creatures. Bleacher Creature. Bleacher Creatures. Bleacher Creature. The Bleacher
0: Creature himself. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's Luke, and of course, I'm here with John, and we're here for another installment of the Bleacher Creatures Podcast, brought to you by Jones and for Sports. What's going on today, Chief? How we doing? Yeah, same shit. Different day. Ain't nothing much changing. Um, that sounds about
1: right.
0: Yeah, I mean, in the in in the spirit of things changing, what started at sixty eight is now down to two, and I'm sure you know yeah. exactly what the hell I'm talking about. Sure do. Yeah, and by way You're of by way of some uh, good old fashioned referee fuckery, we have the Virginia Cavaliers playing the. I would say, very surprising Texas Tech Red Raiders in your college basketball national title game. Yep. And you you told me before we went live that you had a very um, spirited opinion about the degree of fuckery put on display by the referees in the Auburn uh, Auburn-Virginia game.
1: Well, yeah. So, I mean... Not – and everybody's going to go like, oh, that wasn't a foul. It was a foul. But A, you don't call it. And B, Ty Jerome double dribbled. The ball went off of his foot. He picked it up with two hands and kept dribbling off the court. And you saw for a second when he picked the ball with two hands. Like the players kind of – everybody on the court kind of half froze. Because it was very – it's like a very obvious double dribble. You can't drop the ball, pick it up with two hands, start dribbling again. Yeah. So how do you not call that? And then how do you call that foul? I mean, the shot was released. It was technically a foul, but do you really call that?
0: Well, the way I see it, and correct me if if you disagree, if you if you let the double dribble go, then at that you're point, it's call nothing or call everything. You can't really. Right.
1: You're, you're letting them play. And if you're letting them play, that's fine. I wasn't, when I, they missed the double dribble call, I was like, wow, well, if they hit a three here, that's going to suck. And if Virginia would have inbounded the ball and nailed the three, so be it. Yeah, but then you call. It was the same type of play where it it didn't affect the shot. Right. So what the hell are we talking about here?
0: Well, you would have to think if you're the refs. It, you know, let's say you let's say you don't call the double dribble, but you call the foul on the three. Then that's almost like, I'm sorry if if you let me let me flip that. You didn't. You messed up the the double dribble, right? Right. So then, to get a no call on the on the three point attempt, that's just the way it's supposed to go. Like, refs know when they fuck something up, but they don't always realize it. Like, obviously, immediately after the fact, there's usually like a little bit of a processing period, or maybe well,
1: because there were so many timeouts in that period. Yeah, I think they and there was an inbounds, but yeah, they did realize.
0: Right. But then at that point it's like, you know you're 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 stuck between like the worst possible like rock in a hard place, and I get it, you're a ref. You're you're there to not fuck up, but refs love to just fuck up. That's like the nature of the biz for them. Especially uh, I, in huge games when shit matters. Ask the uh ask the Rams and the Saints how that goes. That's, that's
1: exact, but that's what I'm saying. You can't call that foul. That- you can't do it. Yeah, that, you know what that would have been like, Luke. That would have been like that was a non-pass interference call. They let that go, and on the very next play, they call uh, holding on the ra- or holding on the Saints' offense.
0: Yeah, the right. Insult to injury.
1: Right? You're like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And that's what that was like.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it, I, I hate when important games. Pro college, whatever. Anytime an important game is decided, not between the teams, but because of the fucking because of the stripes, that bothers the shit out of me. I hate that right. shit. How could you not? Why did we? Why did we play? You know, thirty-eight minutes of like you know gut wrenching, you know heart pounding, NCAA Final Four basketball just to have this dickhead and stripes take it away.
1: You know, I never thought of college refs getting money, but that I have to think about on that one.
0: I mean, it's Tim Donahue makes any scenario where a basketball ref getting money is um, plausible. Um, I would have to assume that given, I don't know, I, I, I like to give most refs some sort of benefit of the doubt, but in the NBA and college who the fuck knows college the ncaa is the most corrupt organization on the planet for sports next to the ioc and fifa so anything's fucking yeah. possible i'm not saying fifa pay, i'm not saying the ncaa paid the fucking ref you know to to fuck over auburn but you know you never know where, where a booster can get their hands on
1: well <clears throat> Uh, That was one of the worst calls I've ever seen, and those Auburn kids too. Them being the underdog, it just didn't. It wasn't right, Mm -hmm. and it almost took the emotions out
0: of the next game. To be honest, as a fan, a little bit, yeah. Well, to 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 follow up, yeah. That I mean, that was like the 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 clearly like the more down to the wire, you know, contest. Um. Yeah, I, I don't really have much to say on the Texas Tech game, other than I think Michigan State. Um, fucked up a great chance to get into a national title game.
1: Michigan State fucked up a great opportunity to win a championship. They were the better. They were the best team out of the four teams remaining.
0: Right, um, wasn't even close. Yeah, this. I I've, I've, and it wasn't
1: like Jared Colver carried them. Like I don't know how Texas Tech is where they are. Let's just be honest. Like, well, they had not impressed me in one game.
0: I find it hysterical that a team playing in the fi- in the national title game. Their last loss was to the worst West Virginia team in years. Yeah, I mean. The irony there, to me, is hysterical. This
1: should be Auburn-Texas Tech, and what we should be talking about how is Auburn lost their best player two games ago. The best player between the two teams is Jared Culver, who I don't think he's going to be that good in the NBA, but He's a good college player. It should be two teams that were not the best teams in the tournament, but somehow they made it. That's what the story should be about. And yeah. That would have been great for the NCAA, great for it to be to be more competitive. Saying, "Look, you don't need to be this big household Calipar Shashovsky name or big name school to get there."
0: Yeah, well,
1: that's what we should be talking about right now, but it, we're not.
0: It, it's nice that we that we only had you know that we. I think we said this last week. How it's nice where at least you know, it wasn't two ACC teams or two Big Ten teams. Like, you know, each, you know, not each conference, but, you know, each school was from a different Power Five, which was added some intrigue. But I also like that we're not having a Roy Williams, a Coach K, Calipari in the title game either. And now no Tom Izzo.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: So I, I will say this, despite how, Texas Tech and Virginia has gotten to this game. I'm actually, as a viewer, a little bit more intrigued to see two coaches that you know obviously have have earned themselves a name. You know, you're a D one, you know, NCAA coach. You clearly know how to coach, but I, right. I, I, it's refreshing to not have a coach K, Bill Self, one one of the the quote unquote Hall of Famers, you know, right. f- for a change. And also, yeah, you me. know, no one seeds is nice. You know, there's a lot to there's there is a lot to to like about how the tournament got to the Final Four. And like, you oh, know, and how things other shook out. I don't know. I just I I mean this game is 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 definitely interesting. The you know, the national title game this year, it's it's gonna be a damn good game. I have no I agree. Yeah. Who do you think pulls out the dub? I have no idea. Yeah, this is about, this is as hard as shit to pick, isn't it? I
1: I, I can't say Virginia. I'm going to say Texas Tech. I can't stand Virginia.
0: Yeah, I'm going to ride with Virginia. Is uh, they've annoyed you like the whole year for some reason? They are not a good basketball team. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. I, I I'm in shock. Well, we said what did we good. what did we say last time? Or last week, that Virginia this year was at best the third best ACC team, and at worst like the fifth or sixth.
1: Yeah, we didn't think extremely high of them. We, I mean, they're a good team. Don't get me wrong, but they are not the best team in college basketball.
0: Yeah, no, not even close. But neither is Texas Tech. Sure, shit, sure, they're not either.
1: Yeah, but they're a hot. I, they're just hot, right? I, Auburn was hot. They're not the best team. But Virginia isn't hot. I wouldn't say they're playing well.
0: No, They're surviving and
1: they're advancing.
0: Right, which is literally the definition of how to survive this fucking tournament.
1: Right, and that's what, you know what, they're doing it. They are surviving and moving on to the next round.
0: Yeah, don't knock the hustle. You You can knock how you get there all you want, but they're there.
1: I mean, let's not forget they were down by 14 in the first round again to a 16 seed. Yeah. I'm watching that game, going. I, I did I text you? I might have texted you. You did. I know I texted. Yeah, I was like, "Is this happening again?" Yeah, right. I turned it on. They're down by 14. I was like, "There's no way this is happening. This coach is gonna be fired."
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: And they turned it around. They end up winning the game by 20. But st- and that right there showed me something. I said, "All right, that now the fact that they went on such a run." Yeah. You, they figured something out, but yeah, man, it's very weird.
0: Yeah. Now. I I I agree with you with t- calling Texas Tech to win this game because at this point the hot team I I I think can beat the team who's scraping by by the skin of their teeth. Yeah. Um, any predictions on how Jared Culver does?
1: No, I I think he plays good defensively. A few rebounds, a few steals. now I'm not that impressed with him.
0: Under twenty point.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, you, y'all heard it here first.
1: Well, listen, everything we've been saying has been completely wrong lately.
0: Yeah, so, well, in terms of the NBA. In terms of not the NBA, fucking college.
1: college it's not even close. We, I, I've never been this wrong on anything. Yeah, well, it, well I mean, this, is why, this is why
0: Warren Buffett offers up a billion dollars or whatever for the perfect bracket.
1: I mean, dude, this is, uh, look, I've never been this so far off on a bracket in my life.
0: Yeah, this is a fucking weird one. And
1: I watched a crap ton of college basketball this year.
0: Yeah, as did I.
1: The two best teams are still Duke and North Carolina. I I will stand by that. But it's been a very weird tournament all around. Because it's not the low seeds doing it. It's like the two, three, four, fives, and sixes doing
0: it. Yeah, the, yeah, the, 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 the sneaky mids.
1: You know, when you look, you're like, oh, shit, I'm looking for this. You know, you're looking for an upset, right? You look for 12 seeds and 9s and 10s. Who's going to be the Cinderella that's a 13 or a 14? And you kind of overlook the 3, 4, fives, and 6s, don't you, by accident sometimes?
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: All right, they'll win the first round. If they get lucky, they'll win two. They're not making it past Well, shit,
0: three. case in point, first round, correct me if I'm wrong, at least three out of the four 12s beat the 5s. Right. So, yeah, <laughs> you, you, but, you really, well, you know, yeah, yeah you, you really. I want to say that kid,
1: Bryce Brown, though, on Auburn, huh? Yeah. Man, can that kid play basketball. Yeah. He was fun to watch. He shot them right back in that game. Him and the kid Harper, the two kids we talked about said, hey, they need to step up. Yeah. Down by 10 and Ty Jerome. First of all, what an idiot Virginia the coaches. Four minutes to go, your, your best player, arguably. Gets a uh, fourth foul and he takes him out of the game. I couldn't believe it, yeah. and that's when Auburn went on like a twelve nothing run.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. But yeah, well,
1: that was to, to talk about his coaching. I, I don't think he's that. I don't think they're that good. I don't think he's that good. But they're surviving and advancing, aren't they, Luke?
0: Yeah, it, it's literally by the skin of their teeth. There's no argument yeah,
1: there. Do, let's just be honest. They're a better team than Texas Tech. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but they don't play like it this time of the year.
1: But they are a better team, aren't they?
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: With a better coach, technically, they should they win this game. Yes, they should.
0: Will they? Probably not.
1: I'll be hoping for
0: everything, but I'm. I, have you seen any of the Vegas lines on this? I'm fascinated to, to see what Vegas' take on this is. I, you
1: know, I don't. I hate the whole Vegas line thing. No, but
0: I don't gamble on this shit any. either.
1: I just don't lie I it's all for money so would they tell me I don't give
0: a shit. Yeah, but I I'm, I'm just curious to see what the Vegas insight is, not the not the betting. But I could give a shit about the betting guide.
1: What's the Vegas insight?
0: Well, the you, you got to understand dude, the betting guide that's released to the to the world is generated on people that religiously are studying every part of this game. Sure. That's why I'm 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 always curious to see what the lines are, you know, and the over/unders and all that shit. But as far as actually betting, no. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not having New York State take fucking 70% of whatever I win if I place a bet. Jeez. I mean, well, yeah, well what a, obviously that's a bit exaggerated, but whatever the case may be, speaking of things that Did not exactly shake out the way we thought they would. The New York Yankees. Well, that was one of them. There's a couple things in the MLB that have started off a bit weird. I
1: can't say shit about my Mets, I'll tell you that. We're putting some good. No,
0: you guys are fine. Uh, The Yankees are finally back over 500, and we are firmly in second place for now because the defending champion Red Sox have the second worst bullpen in the MLB.
1: I think it's the worst because they're in the AL.
0: No, well, that could hurt them the most, but the Washington national yeah. bullpen. Oh, baby. And
1: I just saw that this week and they can they can't stop a nosebleed. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, it, it, with the Yankees and Red Sox, the Yankees are getting decimated by injury. So finally the Yankee fans feel what I have felt as a Mets fan over the course of the last four or five years. Yeah. I think they're good enough to overcome them. But the whole thing for the, and whenever we talk about teams, you and I talked about this morning, you got to talk from the perspective of the team. Yeah. I don't think the Yankees win that division.
0: Among the three top dogs in the AL East, who's your pick?
1: I am going to go with the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah,
0: I figured you would say as of
1: right now, today. Yeah. Because the Red Sox are going to have a lot of catching up to do, Mm -hmm. they can easily do it. The Yankees. I feel like they're going to fluctuate. I mean, dude, they can look terrible some games. Okay. Oh yeah. At, with all these injuries, they can't afford to look as bad as they have in the past because there're not as many guys to step up. The Rays just seem to be steady. Eddie.
0: Well, here's
1: they don't go on these huge win streaks. They don't go on these huge losing streaks. They just seem to play good baseball year round. And I think that's gonna. It's like they're going to beat the shit out of each other's in games. And that's why, obviously, the Rays are the third best team out of that out of those three. Right. You yeah. can't really argue that. They're the third best team. But they play good baseball. They, they just win games they're supposed to win. They break even on the games they shouldn't win, and that's that's it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's pretty abundantly clear that Tampa Bay has the best analytics department and the best manager in baseball. It's not I arguable.
1: Mean, I don't even know who their cleanup hitter is. I think I looked the other day with some guy, Jock Choi. Uh, he, uh, Troy, who uh, he, I do?
0: Oh, yeah. He's Hop Choi.
1: Mhm.
0: Yeah, or he or G Man. Yeah, one of the Choi. Yeah, right. Point right. is, right. If if him and Tommy Pham are, are cleanup hitter, fuck no. But him and Tommy Pham are the two most feared hitters in your lineup. Right. And like maybe Matt Duffy.
1: And you're in the AL. You're not in the NL, where you know you could play some small ball, maybe. Yeah. You know, and, and do some creative things. You're in the AL where it's like sh- shot for shot, punch for punch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're, hitting
1: right now, they're hitting back, but they're knocking you out.
0: Well, here's what I'll say as far I've as. I've
1: throw that kid Blake Snell out there every five games. doesn't hurt either. I'll tell you that.
0: Well, obviously, yes. And Charlie Morton's doing Charlie Morton things, so he's right. as expected.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And they have that opener thing they do. Listen, they're going to do whatever they can to win games. They know they're not as talented. Yeah. They don't have the money to be.
0: Right. Well, necessity and, you know, your their hand is more forced than almost any team in baseball.
1: But I'll tell you something else, Luke. I And we talked about this earlier. The Braves and Nationals are not nearly as good as we thought.
0: Um, I didn't think the National bullpen was this bad.
1: No, this is brutal. Or maybe it is the Mets hitting, Luke.
0: Uh, no, because because you guys haven't played the Nationals ten times. It, the, dude, that? I, You guys it's haven't 10. played. You, but I understand that Washington's like opponents against right now is like three seventy six. It's an absurd it's six number. Or,
1: six of those ten games has been against the Mets.
0: I'm aware of that, but unless it well, was,
1: I'm, say- t- I'm not saying it is the Mets hitting. But it leads me to my next point. Those those young Mets kids are hitting well so if 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 the Nationals bullpen is as bad as it is and the Mets are just reaping the benefit yeah that's trouble for Washington if if they're not if obviously they're not good pitchers
0: well, well, but if they
1: can if they can get by then that division gets a lot tighter cuz it means the Mets offense is not as good as we might think it is
0: well if so you guys if you, guys are, if that you sense. guys are doing that to Washington's bullpen Atlanta and Philly should have no problem at least matching what you guys have done to it to them over six games. Cause on paper oh on paper, especially Philly, but you could right now the Braves and, and Met lineup I'd say are, are on paper closer to even. But oh, I'd G- say
1: the Braves lineup is better right now.
0: Well, whatever the case may be, if the Met lineup is destroying you then the Philly and Atlanta lineup is not going to have a problem doing the same fucking thing.
1: I completely agree. Well, I'll say this. The Mets' hitting coach, hasn't. he doesn't have a new age approach. Correct. Right? What do you talking about? Going opposite fields. Stuff that, like, you and I know, and we still probably do, but, like, stuff that we knew about growing up, that today it's like a launch angle swing, right? It's a turn, but the yeah. Mets don't have that. Right. So I wonder if that's also why these young guys are hitting the ball really well, because all these they have a lot of lefties and we talked about earlier in the year, they could get jammed up with lefties, but these lefties take the
0: ball the other way against the shift. Yeah.
1: Which which is huge because everybody shifts tonight, right?
0: Yeah. So, it's annoying.
1: But um the big question, right, that we wanted to discuss was if one of the two teams, the Yankees or the Red Sox, do not make the playoffs, who is it?
0: Coming out of that division,
1: yeah.
0: Well, it would have to be, dude. Toronto's garbage trading. I think them trading Kevin Pillar this early in the season means that they're they're bringing up the studs and just kind of eating a bag of dicks for the year.
1: No, no. But if the Yankees or Red Sox don't make the playoffs, which team doesn't?
0: Out of that division, it's only it's only Tampa, dude. Baltimore's not making the playoffs. Toronto's no, not making the, the playoffs.
1: The Yankees or the Red
0: Sox between the two of them. Yes, I would Which have. Which one to, would not? Be odd player. man out would have to be Boston, just because their lineup is is equally dangerous as the Yankee lineup. Their bullpen, by comparison, pure garbage, and their rotation right now is frighteningly bad.
1: I'd say their rotation. Okay. Yeah, yeah, You're, I agree. I think it would be the Red Sox also. whole postseason without one of those two teams would be a very strange thing, wouldn't it?
0: It honestly would be better for baseball if Tampa got in. If the wild card, do you, a fan, do you, I don't. Think do you it would. think ESPN would like shit their pants if the wild card game was the Minnesota Twins going to the Trop to play Tampa? Yeah, absolutely. That's a terrible game for the for the, <laughs> for, the for the for the TV companies. But as oh a my, fan, they, they wouldn't they wouldn't even air it. <laughs> no, they would absolutely air it. But in in terms of the the real fan who appreciates baseball, like I I personally would love to see a well managed game, you know, Jose Barrios, let's say, versus Snell, Cash versus Molitor. The Twins lineup is legit, you know, and they could hit damn near anybody. That would be a fascinating game for me. I actually wouldn't be shocked. I could even see Cleveland going to Tampa for the wild card. Uh, What'd you say?
1: No, I I I said you're okay. Like I I can't argue that. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. I don't know why I said it so awkwardly.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Right. But the other thing I'll say is in terms of like early game or early season big series and big games. The Yankees, I don't know, are, are you familiar with who the Yankees are playing their next three games? No. At Houston. Okay. And we got Verlander today, Cole tomorrow, and I forget who we're facing in the third game. Now, the way I see this is this is the first time you're facing a team who had virtually no expectations on them for the for this year. Because we played Baltimore, Detroit, and Baltimore. Now you're facing a team who's going to run away and hide with that division. You got to take two or three if you can. Got to be done.
1: Well, uh, uh, do, uh, do you think they do?
0: Um, I'm checking the matchups just so I can get my – let's see, yeah. So t- today is Tanaka versus Verlander. Tomorrow, you got LeWeiziger versus Cole. So I could see Houston winning that one. Uh, the game to win is Wednesday for sure. Paxton versus McHugh. Yeah, you got it. You got it. I, I, can, I can see us winning an ugly game against Vertlander tonight once he's out of that game. For sure. McHugh doesn't scare me at all. Um. I mean, we'll see. If we if we lose two out of three, would I be shocked? No. Is that gonna kill us? No. But you you want to keep up this momentum that you just got in Baltimore. I'm not saying you have to hit home runs, because for fuck's sake, when we don't hit home runs, we don't win. But yeah, that that worries me in the postseason. They're still doing the same shit. Well, the Yankees are a one trick pony, but the one trick we do very very well. Right, but in the postseason, it gets you. Correct. You that's not how you survive. It, it it's a proven it's a proven thing in baseball. You need versatility. You need gap to gap hitting. You need steal. You know you need people stealing bases. You can't make stupid ass errors. You know there's all these things that you need. If your lineup is not constructed to give it to you, then you're gonna have a problem. Simple as that. Yeah, I agree. And the Yankees, let's be real, the Yankees are expected to hit the home run record that we beat last year, if not exceed it, like plow through it. I mean, we'll see how that goes with the injuries, but I would say this is a good litmus test for this team right now, because also let's be real, you don't, you no Stanton, no Hicks, you know, you have a lot of you got the Clint Frazier's of the world playing right now. If you can go to Houston and take two out of three in Houston. That's 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 that tells me more than playing Baltimore six times and, and going four and two. Right, yeah. I agree. Who the Mets got next?
1: You know, I I want to say Minnesota. I didn't look at the schedule.
0: I got it right here in front of me. I'm actually I'd be very curious to see who you guys Minnesota. It is the Twins, huh?
1: Yeah. So it's the Grom guard and Max. Okay. Wheeler's gotten off to a very rough start, huh?
0: Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, what, what, what what's what's going on with Wheeler?
1: One bad inning each time. But you know what? I've only seen him pitch against the Nationals twice and uh the Mets' hitting coach is the Nationals' hitting coach, so I wonder if that has anything to do. I'm not going to judge it until I see two more starts.
0: Yeah. You know, it's super. He pitched, early. he pitched lights
1: out in the spring training. Now, that doesn't really mean much. But what it does mean is that, like, the stuff he had at the end of last year was still there. So I wonder if. And it was one bad inning each time. I mean, he got rocked in each of those innings. But I, I'll give you two more starts against different teams. Let me. See, and then we'll, I'll make a call.
0: Yeah, right. Okay. Now, you guys are obviously off today. Um, mm-hmm. Is there any team so far that um, has surprised you?
1: The Cubs, they suck.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I couldn't have put that in better terms myself.
1: Yeah, the, the Cubs, they just suck, huh?
0: Yeah, I fucking Cubs. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of weird shit going on right now in the MLB. Yeah, like for example, the Dodgers being eight and two doesn't surprise me. And honestly, I'm not shocked that the Padres are six and three. I'm shocked
1: I'm a surprised by the Padres.
0: I'm shocked the Mariners are nine and two with Powerball. Yeah, with Powerball. Not with yeah. like slap dick yeah. hitting.
1: Hey, how about me picking up Domingo Santana in my fantasy draft? I look like a genius now. Huh? Yeah,
0: but well, guess what, dickhead? You didn't play him in the opening series.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I still played him ever since.
0: He's he still, he still been producing for you?
1: Still been producing, leading the league in RBIs, baby.
0: Well, he's also got a two-game head start, but yeah, that—that's—that's. That's hey, listen,
1: I'll take that for my like second to last round
0: pick. Mm-hmm. Hey, my yeah. my third to last round pick was DJ Lemayu. With Andujar going out, that's that's paying dividends.
1: Yeah, I mean, jeez. I picked up Ben Duhard too. I think I, I think he's going to have to get the
0: surgery. Yeah, he probably. Or uh, if he comes back,
1: it'll, it'll be a shell of himself, which won't be good for fancy owners or the Yankee organization or himself.
0: Yeah, abs- <laughs> no, absolutely not. You know. Um the only other thing that I can see here that is surprising me just looking at like a quick little scope of the records. Yeah. Um obviously Boston 3 and 8 is a Pretty shitty start for them. Um, the only other one I'm seeing here, I didn't think Cincinnati would be one and eight bad. I could have oh. saw I could have saw four and six bad.
1: No, dude, they're terrible, man.
0: I mean, we knew they couldn't pitch, right? That's a, that's a that's a fair fucking statement. Sure. But when you play Six of your first ten against the fucking Pirates? Come on. The Pirates this year are not that good. One and eight, by the way. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, I thought you said two and eight. No, one and eight. Oh, Cubs yeah, are two and seven. Brutal. Yeah. Oh, and by the way.
1: The leading RBI guy is Derek Dietrich with eight. Okay, now. After that, they have everybody, nobody has more than three. A lot of guys have – one guy has three, Puig, and everybody else has two.
0: And then, correct me if I'm wrong, they're missing Scooter Jeanette for an extended period of time, right? Correct. That's That hurts, for sure. Um, yes. The, speaking of the NL Central, the uh, the only other team I'm looking at that I'm a little bit sh- not shocked by, I, I completely buy Milwaukee getting, getting hot. Um, Absolutely. Oh, they're for real. Right. The team that I'm a little bit shocked by is the Cardinals. Why? Something doesn't seem to be clicking. Like, Miles Michaelis has gone out in two games and looked like pure dog shit. Yes. And he's your newly extended front front of the rotation guy. I get it. You don't have Carlos Martinez. Yo, I get it. At the it.
1: same time, they're only four and five.
0: Right. I thought, I legitimately thought the Cardinals would be where the Brewers are right now. I, uh, I could
1: have seen it happening either way. I think the the Cardinals always end up playing good baseball.
0: Oh yeah, that I don't. It's the Cardinals. They're 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 they It's like herpes. They may not be They may not be like bumping right now, but they're always laying dormant. Right now. Yeah. Any other any anything else you've seen from the Bigs? No, that's about it. That's about it, huh? That's about it. Yep. So you guys got a little two gamer against the Twins, which means you got to go to Target Field some point later in the year, and play at least another two. Um, yeah. And at least you have Degrom. And I'm I'm actually I might be very very drawn into those Met games this week. Because I want to see how that Minnesota lineup handles the best pitcher in baseball and a damn good number two.
1: I mean, dude, Degrom is something else, though, isn't it? No,
0: nah, he's out of this world. Um, I mean, Jesus. Yeah, I'm. Like you I said, I'm
1: versus Miami.
0: What? The, the,
1: the Marlins couldn't touch him.
0: It's. I mean, yeah. It's. I. I, 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 I the would, first inning and he still for seven with a hundred pitches,
1: striking out fourteen.
0: Yeah. And he didn't need he a that's dinger in that mean? game too. He did. Yeah.
1: <laughs> first pitch. Three hundred and seventy
0: foot bomb. Yeah, that's yeah, you'll take that.
1: Let me strike out fourteen and and just piss on you while I'm at it and hit this bomb.
0: Yeah, that's that's what you like. That's what right?
1: you like. Jeez, man.
0: Yeah. You got nothing else from baseball, huh? I mean, it's it's young. We're 10 games in. I'm not saying there's going to be a shitload of, like, storylines here. I there
1: is, but I, I don't want to jump on anything because nothing is for sure yet.
0: Right. We're still so early.
1: Yeah. I agree. I I think that there's there's a lot that could happen. Yeah. And we'll see if it continues to happen. I mean, right now, right, we have the the, the storylines we could say – Oh, the Red Sox for sure. Yeah. You have that. You got to keep an eye on the Red Sox. Um, you know, is Milwaukee going to run away with it? Can Tampa Bay hang on? Is Detroit really this good? I mean, I think they suck. Are they really this good? I'm
0: going to call that one right now. Uh, no. Is Seattle this real good? I Seattle to me is more real than Detroit. <laughs> Is this gonna be a four-team in
1: the race in the NL East like everybody thought? Or is it gonna be just the Phillies and the Mets?
0: I'll tell you right now. Uh two trades need to happen before Memorial Day, in my opinion. Atlanta needs a frontline starter, and Washington desperately needs at least an eighth inning guy. I agree. Now, where do you go and get those players from? I don't know. But you gotta do something. Kind of. I'm curious to see if the Mets can su- can sustain the current pace because like even Cano is raking right now. No, at 200. Or, uh, not Cano. Uh, Conforto's been getting hot. Wrong side. Yeah, pretty much so. Yeah, well, I did see Cano hit one under the bridge at City the other day. That was impressive. Yeah, Three two to
1: tie up the game back to back to the Lonza. Lonza.
0: Yeah, and Alonzo's swinging a hot bat. I want to I yeah, want to so see, see bat over four hundred. Right? I want to see if your young guys can continue. Like I, it's normal to expect some sort of a cool off, but a cool Came off
1: the whole year, obviously.
0: Well, clearly not. But if if I'm curious to see if they can maintain a 275 pace the rest of the way out.
1: Now to put them over 300, I would say for the year, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. That'd be very interesting. I, I don't know. Uh, Mc, I'd say McNeil. I didn't, never thought Alonzo was a high average hitter, so I don't know how this guy's batting. I don't think. It.
0: I don't think Alonzo's going to stay that that high. I think McNeil can can sustain it. I think yeah, because he's a sl- he's literally a slap hitter. Right, correct. He's the kind of I guy mean, right who's now, yeah. Dom Smith has batting five
1: hundred and ten at bats. Yeah. Uh, McNeil's batting four hundred nine. Ramos is four hundred. Alonzo's three eighty two with 11 RBIs, Conforto's 350, uh, Keon Broxton is over 300, that's going to go down, J.D. Davis, another utility guy's 280. Yeah. The guys are not hitting Rosario and Cano, they're 230 and 205 respectively, and Nimmo's batting 100. Yeah. So there are three guys, and you know Cano and Rosario and Nimmo are going to pick it up. To what extent for Rosario and Nimmo, I don't know. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Rosario in the 280 range and Nimmo in the 265 range. Yeah. If these guys continue like this. It's gonna be pretty. Uh, it's gonna be pretty scary, man. Diaz, Edwin Diaz, has a zero ERA. Matt has an under one ERA.
0: Yeah, got to keep shit up. Matt's has to stay healthy too.
1: Well, that's a big effort. That's a big effort for everybody, but to Gram on that team, it seems
0: pretty much, yeah.
1: You know, so we'll see. We'll see. I by by two shows from now, in two weeks you know, cause next week we're going to talk a lot about football in the draft with our special guest on, but
0: that's correct. It, it,
1: we should really see where everybody is. Yeah. Uh, and, and I, as of now, we submit Mets, our teams are heading in the right direction. They'll say that. Yeah. You know, so we'll see, we'll yes, see sir. what it takes on us. We'll see what teams, you know, stay hot. We'll see what teams come back down to earth and we'll see where everybody's at. And, What players are going to keep up the hot performances? What players come back down to reality? What players who are slumping start getting hot or don't get hot for that matter?
0: Yeah. No, that's right. Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, usually by the end of April, you, you kind of have a better, like a way clearer idea of like who needs to pick it up, not just on a team level, but position by position. You know, where's your glaring weakness? Where's your, Where's the strongest point of your team? You know, all these questions get figured out usually by the f- last week of April, first week of May. But so right. yeah, you know, well, so yeah, you got you got you got to give time, time. Well, let That's, me ask you this. Sure.
1: What What were your thoughts on the Antonio Brown, Juju Smith Twitter beef?
0: Um, I think Antonio Brown can go. Sh- he can go fuck himself. Um, What's his
1: deal? Man? What's his problem?
0: He's just being an asshole right now. There, there's no, like, really, dude, He, you can tell Juju getting team MVP this year from the players really bothered Antonio Brown.
1: Eric Reed, uh the safety for the Texans, said, I can't wait to smash this dude in regards to Antonio Brown.
0: Yeah, and even Eric Weddle said he lost all respect for Antonio Brown now.
1: Why would he do that? What is wrong with this guy?
0: So maybe, maybe... You know what's funny? I never thought I'd ever hear myself say this, but I am so happy that Antonio Brown is not on my team anymore. Because, dude, if all this, if your ego took, oh, took complete control over your mind because you didn't win team MVP, there's a serious problem.
1: It, is that what
0: this is all about, you think? I well that's that's where shit went that's when shit with them started going south. But dude, Juju, like for the longest time, had A.B.'s back, you know, was a good was always a good teammate to him. You know, there's never Juju's not the kind of guy who's gonna stir the pot. <laughs> End of story. That's let's, not
1: let's just read a tweet out there, people don't know by Antonio Brown. Emotion, my boy fumbled the whole postseason in the biggest game of year. Everyone went blind to busy making guys famous, not not enough reality these days. By the way, check the list. Yeah. Most valuable player, Juju. And that was his response to that.
0: Yeah, what?
1: they posted Steelers' most valuable player, and that's what Antonio Brown responded with. That's crazy to me. Yeah. And then Juju responded, all I ever did was show that man love and respect from the moment I got to the league. I was genuinely happy for him, too, when he got traded to Oakland, and now he takes a shot at me on social media. Crazy how big that ego got to be to take shots at people who show you love, shaking my head.
0: Yeah, Juju's completely right. Juju's done nothing but support him the whole time. And
1: do you think Antonio Brown just got jealous? That's what it seems like. It seems like it was just a big
0: jealousy. What? What I think seemed to be happening is that when the when the it, I personally think the re, when the relationship with Ben started getting real real bad, um, you can make an argument that part of Juju's blow up year this past season was I guess because of the better chemistry but Antonio Brown likes to be getting like 75 minimum percent of the targets. That wasn't the case. Antonio Brown's not a team wide receiver. Never was. There's a I I'd like to think there's a reason Emmanuel Sanders left town. You know when he when he did in a, a, a free agency. I if this dude's that much of an egomaniac, John Gruden, God help you. Shit, yeah, well, cause shit, I I brought this up, up before. John Gruden took Keyshawn Johnson and ran him right the fuck out of town. Sure You're did. dealing with the same kind of attitude problem here. And you just made him the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. At 30 years old. Correct. So... that's you know, not hel-
1: winning now either.
0: Correct. Yeah, God help the Raiders. Um, you know, have fun... Making more money off selling Antonio Brown jerseys and have fun with all that bullshit. I at this point, dude, give me, give me Vance McDonald, give me James Washington, give me Juju, give me Connor, give me Bell, give me people that want to be in Pittsburgh. That's it. Give me people that aren't cancers in the locker give room. Me give me Bell. He's pe- on my team now. What? You said give me Bell.
1: He's on my team now.
0: Oh, I meant Samuels and um, Connor. Give me people that want to be Steelers that aren't assholes and aren't cancers to the locker room. That's what the, all this team needs is just a reset button. You got. Team well, to doing that now? Huh? They're doing that now. That's what I'm saying. Well, there's still enough talent on this team to be competitive. Yeah. That's right, and we still got the draft to go. So. I Go yeah, and we'll ask our uh, our expert guest next week uh, what he thinks would be the best course of action for not only my Steelers and your Jets, but next week just to give the listeners a heads up, we're doing an entire, basically an entire first round mock. Yes.
1: I wouldn't call it that. I, I'd call it more of what we're going to be. The best way to describe it is. We're going to be going over, obviously, the, the Jets uh, and the Steelers um, with this inside guy who's actually a scout. Um, and we're going to be going over surprise people that people think are great that he does has heard around the league and heard through himself think or
0: not. Oh, so we're playing sleepers and press. busts.
1: Sleepers, busts, Jets, Steelers, maybe the Giants we'll touch on. I haven't talked about
0: that yet, to be honest. The Giants end of it. Yeah, we'll pick his brain. Absolutely, so it should be a good show. Yeah, and speaking of a good show, this is a good one, and I think this is a good spot to put a bow tie. Agreed?
1: Uh, I I agree. I'll
0: uh, shoot you a call. Yes, sir. Give me two seconds. All right, bud. Yep. Peace. And that was the newest installment of the Bleacher Creatures podcast, brought to you by Jones and for Sports. If you, I've said this every week. If you haven't done so already. Go to anywhere social media is. Go find Jones in for Sports. Go find the Bleacher Creatures podcast. Give us a like, a subscribe, a comment, a share. Give us anything. We we love interacting with the the listeners. We love to give you guys the best content we can, but we can't do it without your input. So this is Luke, and y'all have a good one.